We are live at Mohawk Chevrolet. It is a special day to be at Mohawk Chevy. I mean, every day, special day to be at Mohawk Chevy. Uh, guys is the big uh, Mohawk Honda member of the family. I'm the big Mohawk Chevy member of the family. But we're all Mohawk family members. And today, great day as we are celebrating the amazing athletes of the Special Olympics. Uh, we, have, we have some great athletes from the area who are going to be representing us in the state games, ultimately in the United States games. It's going to be great. So uh, what they're doing at Mohawk Chevrolet today, and plenty of time to get over here and cheer these athletes on, is it's like a red carpet autograph signature thing like where you're going to meet the people who are going to represent New York State in the Special Olympics. So it's, it's just a great time. You want to talk about I, I'm, I'm very partial to the, the Empire football players, but let's be real. The Special Olympics athletes are the best ones in New York State. I'm so glad we're here. It's been a wild week for you and I. Yes. We've had a lot of rescheduling. <laughs> no, we've been doing this. Guys for- started to think I was that girl from high school who just didn't want to hang out with them. <laughs> guys, what are you doing Tuesday? Oh, I'm doing a coach's show, guys. I can't do Oh, but, you know, we can always do Wednesday. Oh, I got a thing. I got to. <laughs> I got And then finally it was like, all right, fine. Well, Thursday we'll go. We'll go and be a part of something way bigger and better than us, the Special Olympics. This is the great part about the job that I like, though, is because we've been pretty consistent for about 10 months on when we did stuff. And then when cool events happen like this, we can do it on the fly. We can make it happen. We can make it work and get to go out and support great athletes like we can today and great partners like Mohawk Chevrolet to be here. This awesome, amazing. I feel like it's getting nicer and bigger every time I come in here. Maybe it's because it I'm is. covered with like child's toys throughout the day. And well, the longer stains, the longer you're away, the less they have to fix. Oh, you know, you're kind of, you know, like, like this is uh, you know, this is just <laughs> one of those things like the more gauzy bear is in the den. The more messed up the den gets, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. I get what you're I gotta, saying. I got uh, Chris Hughes is going to give me a list of our athletes with uh, with some bios. I see our, our good friend Roger Wyland is here. It's the place to be, Mark Chevrolet, uh, right here in in Malta, the Saratoga area, Boston Spa. It's uh, Route 67. Roger 12. on the road. Are you coming? I in? like that. Roger on Dang, the road. Nate. Nate's here. Nate. Roger on the road. Yeah, Nate's here. He's not on camera yet, which is saying, I mean, he he's got a beautiful pair of shoes on. I mean, these things, I mean, it's okay. You can get them right out of Oz with those things. Um, So, all right. So tell us a little bit about today real quick since you're over here. This is, this is just a a very cool event and uh, you didn't lock the door. So here we are. We didn't lock the door and we, I I actually think I invited you. I don't know why. You didn't think I could make it. You're like, oh, he's going to Columbus, Georgia. Yeah. I I was told that El Presidente had to go. Yeah. Uh, But he's not, he's here. And Which I said, I, I said, if 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 Nate needs me, no. But then Andy Gelcher called me. And I said, <laughs> I said, I'm in. I said, all right. <laughs> yeah. So we're here. This is the we're doing an autograph signing for ten out of the fourteen Special Olympic athletes who are going down to the USA Games in June. Uh, we just thought it'd be really awesome to give them the celebration that they deserve for all the hard work that they're putting in. So we have forty pictures for each. Uh, each of the 10 that are out here, we're going to have, uh, we got cookies, waters. I love this. You guys it's, do it right. Mohawk always does it right. Special Olympics does it right. So you get the two together. It's going to be done right. Plus we have the Albany Empire. and Yeah, I've got some tickets to give away for, uh, oh. and, and these are, these are vouchers. So what I've done is this way, you know, June 3rd, we have a big event for the Special Olympics as well. We have a June 4th game. Maybe, maybe you're tied up that week. Yeah, how about you come to the next one that we do? Mm. You know, vouchers, because that's why that's how we are. That's the best way. The Empire. That's what we do. We we support the Empire. Yeah, we get back. Yes, the, the Empire. That's the Empire right there, but, my friend. But that's the, those are Spartans. You're damn right we are. 
We do. Okay. We are what we want to be. Okay. Got it. All right. Thank you. I mean, you're a Honda guy when I met you. And now you're a Chevy guy. Don't talk I'm to both. me about change. <laughs> team Mohawk. Yes. Team Mo- well, yes. Team Mohawk here. So, Nate, what does this entail for you today? I feel like you're going to be oh doing like God. 95 different things. I see different cameras, different microphones, <laughs> so, different people. Yeah. So we're going to be Facebook Live. We also have Roger. Also, Lyman we're competing live here. What? Oh, we're competing today. So the, the Twitter and the Facebook is all you guys. A little. Yeah. Cross, I like this. A little cross going so on we, today. Well, no Twitter for us. Uh, you guys can go Twitter if you want. No, it's too late now. It's too late, yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's way too far, right. too far gone. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. but we're gonna have. You're lucky, guys showed up. He gets lost a lot. He he started going to the Honda dealership. Everybody was there screaming, "No, he broke something again." So just be glad he found us. Yeah, so we live right. on Facebook and YouTube. All right, all right, all right. very cool. So Mohawk, Mohawk, uh, Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevy facebook youtube we're on the techies fire and water restoration facebook godzilla media youtube we are taking over the interwebs yes we are for this event and and, and rightfully so absolutely rightfully so. um all right if well, you don't know now you know yeah well and then again you got every one of these athletes deserves the the attention we're they're going to get today 100 times 10 what you should do is come get the autographs and then you'll have somebody to root for when you watch the the games because the games are down at disney like taking over why world of sports oh yeah they're taking over ESPN Wide World of Sports at Disney for this for the Special Olympics this year. So you're going to be able to watch. You're going to be able to cheer on our guys, our girls. Get here, get the autographs. Come here, get the autographs. Love it, love it. That's love our it. guy. Love you. Keep up the good oh, work. I love you. So we're going to jump on your show at some point too. Yeah. Like we're going to just keep. It's just completely no. internet incest. Yes, it's happening. Oh, okay. It's happening. All Wait, right. no, not that. That's weird. That's because that's probably <laughs> out there. Uh, don't Google that, kids. Don't Google that. Um, <laughs> Definitely no, don't. Don't. All right. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's like enough of you. <laughs> And I'm gone. <laughs> is all that right, all Nate. I had to do? He's got to get back to Oz. He clicks those heels together three times, and he's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <There> <laughs> is. I love Andy Gulcher. Yeah, Nate's wearing, like, these bright red shoes, a bright red belt. He matches the bright red Corvette in the showroom here today. Were we supposed to wear red? Was this a thing we missed? Because I see a lot of Mohawk staff members wearing the red today. I feel like we um, might have missed that. I don't wear the same color as Andy Gulcher. Because Andy Gulcher's in shape. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> I, the comparisons of being great leaders, you know, b- you know, big parts of the community. Right. So, you know, I don't need the comparison to then also go to the fact that he actually takes care of himself, you know. And they're like, hey, on the back, what did you do last night? Well, I got loaded. How's how, how do you like that? And I wasn't wearing red. Right. Yeah. I don't know what I was wearing, if I'm being perfectly honest. I know I know I was in an Uber. Uh, <laughs> that's, what I, that's all I really know. Um, yeah, so we're here. We'd love if you guys came by, said hello. Uh, of course, you can interact with the show like you always do if you're listening or watching live on Facebook for Techies Firewater Restoration, Godzilla's YouTube. Um, and if you're listening after the fact, you should have been at Mohawk, uh, you loser. I think that's fair. Thanks about that's the, that. I think that's their, new, yeah. that's their new expression. If you're not here, you're a loser. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering which entity that makes most sense. Special Olympics. If you're not here rooting on our athletes, you're a loser. I like it. I like it. I don't, think, it? Right. I don't think I don't think uh, Chris Hughes and, uh, and Stacy and, and everybody here from uh, from from Sony would go for it. But I'm going to try. I'm going to put it out there. Um, all right. Do you want to talk to sports? Because I don't know if I want to. Yeah, talk to sports. no, we, we can't. Where do we want to go there? There's so many things that have happened since we last spoke for the Albany Empire pregame show. We've almost had basically a week. It seems like since we've actually talked about the wildness that is usually not late May in sports. Where do you want to begin? I'll let let's, you I'll let's let you start, kick it off. Let's start with how ridiculous the overreaction to Major League Baseball was for Josh Donaldson saying, calling a dude Jackie. Um, calling it racist. LaRusa called it racist. Now there's suspensions. I know he appealed. 
But if you call yourself, like, guys, if you started calling yourself Marconi, I will start calling you Marconi as, as like, mocking. You know what I mean? Like, ah, he invented radio, so did I. And not because, like, you had, like, Italian heritage or something. Because because you tried to compare yourself to one of the greats of all time. Someone who's been through things far more difficult than what you've been through. That is mockery. It should be allowed. It is not racist. If he if he dropped uh, if he dropped an N bomb, a slur of some variety, a hard R out there, get him, get him, get him. This is stupid. This is because Larusa said it was racist, and now you're acting like it's racist. This is what sports is supposed to be when it comes to trash talk. Like when you do something dumb and you're on the field, or you've given your opponent a reason to get in your head, play mental games, and keep it clean. This is why sports is great. If you're gonna go out in 2019. And call yourself the modern day Jackie Robinson because you celebrate <laughs> after home runs. Look, t- Tim Anderson, like before, this is actually a pretty easy player to root for because a lot of that stuff shown off personality. Very good. Right. Really good player, popular in Chicago, has personality. Every broadcaster and media member who has covered him has spoke so highly of him, like wanting to bring attention to the White Sox in particular. When if you argue who's the more popular team in Chicago, Cubs fans would probably take that nationally. But when you do the White Sox and Tim Anderson, everyone spoke so highly of him. When you call yourself the modern-day Jackie Robinson because you're celebrating home runs, you have opened yourself up to be made fun of. Yes. And the fact yes. that Josh Donaldson did it the way he did, of, all right, Jackie, what's going on? I would have laughed. Like, if I was a Yankee player on the team, that is such easy, yeah. basic, trash talk one-on-one, and it just pissed off Tim Anderson. That's it. Right. And, he, right. and he got him upset and blah, blah, blah. But he walked into it. And I'm, it, I'm, he team, did it right. I'm, I'm team Donaldson on this one. Right. I feel like that's a pretty nice, easy way to do trash talk. Do you feel... He is be, he he's being punished because they really think what he said was racist. A, B, uh, they just want to get ahead of it just in case anyone thinks he's racist. Or C, Donaldson's a known prick, and they were like, you know what? Just in case, let's get him because we don't like him anyway. I, I feel like I'm leaning towards a little bit of B, and I feel like I want to add to your B of the choices there because it goes to what's happened over the last I don't know ten years, maybe five years. If you feel like somebody has been offended by something, then you might have to have a conversation, right? Like the the thing that's happened over the last five years is that, hey, you should be offended because of this. Like people try to tell you why to be offended, but it actually feels like Tim Anderson was offended. Like whether or not he was being a little fragile because he'd heard that mockery before and now was the time he wanted to take a stand. I, I don't know if that matters in the sense of Major League Baseball because, okay, this is what the guy said to me. This is how I took it. It's right. hard to say how you should or shouldn't take it, but I get it. I would say the stuff about Brian McCann years ago with the Yankees is more offensive than the Donaldson stuff. Remember when Brian McCann for a while for the Yankees was being like the gatekeeper of baseball where yeah, all the unwritten yeah. rules, Brian yeah. McCann had appointed yeah. himself with the yeah. one Th- that I can get with and be like, you know what? Back off a little bit, buddy. But right. this one is like this. It's well, he stood up to it. He gave a good reason. Like he gave it. He gave a reasonable excuse like um, plausible deniability let's call it just that like i called him jackie because he calls himself jackie and oh by the way i've done it before mm-hmm. and guess what i'm gonna do it again because he's an arrogant d-bag <laughs> here's another part to add to this story and I'm, I'm talking about both of them Donaldson right. and, and Anderson. but this white Sox yankee rivalry there was a a game the next day, I believe it was, that Joe Kelly, who's a part of the White Sox now, Aaron Hicks is leading off a second base. <laughs> Joe and, Kelly. Every Yankee fan loves Joe right? Kelly. So Joe Kelly is pitching. Hicks is on second. And Kelly picks him off. 
Yeah. So Joe Kelly told the story to a media member, I believe, in Chicago. He said, oh, I love picking off Hicks. You know what I did to him after I picked him off? Way to go, Hicksy. That a boy. Nice base <laughs> right. running. So, you know, he's talking specs. So it's like, wait, whoa, whoa, hang on. Everyone's saying Tim Anderson and Josh Donaldson. You can't do that. Right. But you the next day in right. the same teams, in the same players, did the same taunt that Donaldson did the day before. Right. And it doesn't even seem like it's correlated because it's not the back of the USA Today article. It's baseball and having fun right. and talking smack and being competitive. Well, and I think what what you're seeing, too, is baseball being overly cautious because they're trying to bring in younger fans. They're trying to cross sections, whatever. But if you homogenize it any more than it already is, it's not fun. It is neither fun nor funny. It is just like it's just stupid. Like this is one of those ones. And I don't know if, if you're if you're uh, if you're listening, if you're watching on, on Techies Fire and Water Restorations Facebook, Godzilla's YouTube, like it, comment if you think I'm wrong. I just think this was like this was a knee-jerk overreaction. Larusa, who, you know, I, I don't like being that guy who goes, Well, you're white. How do you how are you gonna t- whatever? No, you you know racism like it's it's it, what is it? What, that was the old reason. Um the definition of an indecency. I know it when I see it. Hmm. I know it when I see it. Like you know it when you see it. And if somebody, if you think it's me and race, and somebody goes, "Whoa, no, no, no!" Like, oh, like I, I just told the story the other day. So we had a coworker, big dude. He was wearing a Harambe shirt. I started calling him Harambe. I had no idea he had any um, African American heritage. I had no idea. No idea. So, like, after, like, months and months of now everyone calling him that, someone comes to me and goes, that's racist. And I'm like, wait, what? How is that, how is that racist? I call you an orangutan all the time because you sit yeah, like one. Like, right. I'm like, how is that? I'm like, well, he's, he's, got, he's got African-American heritage. So I go to him. I go, I go hold up. A, do you? And yeah, you didn't know that? No. Okay. B, and more importantly, are you at all offended by me calling you Harambe? No, I think it's great. I'm like, okay. All right, good. I just want to make sure you understood there was never any racial connotation to that name. You wore a Rambe shirt and you're as big as a freaking gorilla. You're a beast. <laughs> good for you. And, and you know, it was just one of those things where it was like to this day, I call that dude that same name. And it was ne- the intention was never if Donaldson's telling the truth, which I have no reason to believe he's not. I, I know he's, he's got a he's got a reputation of being a jerk. But if he's telling the truth, why, why in the world should I call him racist? And to add to that story, he's one of, if not the biggest Albany Empire fan. So it's not like it changed yeah. your guys' relationship. At no, all. right. He's one of the biggest fans. Well, a a fact, shout out on the last broadcast on the yeah. YouTube side. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, he's a lot smaller, by the way, now, too. He's tiny now compared to what he used to be. But uh, he, he, that that section incited such a such a reaction out of uh, out of Jacksonville that uh, we've decided to uh, to, you know, we're going to we're going to put some signs up around that section. Well, that's the uh, that's the welcoming committee. Oh, that's the, okay. That's the Empire. That's the Albany Empire welcoming committee right I, there. I hope I hope this doesn't catch you off guard, but there was a conversation I caught at the end of the game where the Empire win, celebration, Jackson, and I saw Mike Corda go over to those guys. Now, it might have been something as simple as like, hey, I'm going to let you guys on the field or thanks for coming because I felt bad. You know, I haven't had this conversation with you yet. I felt bad for Mike Corda, the owner of the Albany Empire, because yeah. during the game on Sunday, we had uh, one of the Jacksonville Shark players go over the top of the boards and oh land on a kid. Yep. There's a replay review that Jacksonville challenged because it looked like the ball had gone off the boards, but instead no. it went off a poor little girl. Her face. Her face. And it. And it, then the same it, section with the ghost guys with Jacksonville. Well, so 
you missed one too, by the way. So there was the there was a Jacksonville player lands on a poor girl on the one side. It just he was reckless. It was all his fault though. Um, <laughs> then the 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 poor little girl in the in the field suites, it hit her face. No, it bounced back on the field so fast. Everyone thought it hit metal. Um, she both both kids ended up being just fine. But there was also a play where Darius Prince goes over the wall right there, lands on a gentleman, and he has to the EMT said to come take care of him. Oh, I didn't see that. And oh. and here's here's the thing about that. He actually he called us this week. He says, guys, I'm just curious. Can I move to the back row of tables now? Because my family doesn't really want me in the front row anymore. <laughs> and it's just it, like like everybody ended up being fine, which God bless. We're gonna put we're gonna put signs out. Hey, you know, head on a swivel. But the the one little girl, I'm not even gonna say which little girl it was, uh, just because I don't want to embarrass. I go over and I'm just checking and and Mike Corda, to his to his credit, every one of those incidents, he's the first one there. He's giving the kid a, a you know a ball, a t-shirt, whatever he's got handy. Here you go. Are you okay? Um, so I go over afterwards and I'm just like, hey, how is everything? Whatever. I go to the dad, I go, I go, is she okay? Shark! My man. Hey. Um so I go over, I go over and I'm checking, and the dad goes, Let me tell a story real quick, Shark, and then I'm all I'm all yours. Um I, I, the no, you guys are no, you're good. No, no, you're go good. Ahead. Um, I just want to finish the story before I lose my train of thought. Uh I go over and the dad goes, he goes, she's fine. If nobody had noticed, she wouldn't even have cried. Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and I'll say, he turns, he goes, and I've been telling her to put the damn phone down. What's the wall? I'm like, I'm like, okay, so that's every dad, apparently. That's the whole thing. Shark, what's up, man? Are you going, you're doing swimming down there? What are you doing? What's that? Powerless? Oh, that's, damn, he's, you remember Strong, Shark? I do. Yeah, Shark, come over behind God so everybody can see on the camera here. A wave right here. Yeah, give him a wave. There you go. So this is my guy. This is my guy, Tommy Mooney. He, we lovingly call him Shark because when I first met him, he's a swimmer. Now he's a power lifter. So he's like he's like Jaws now. He's Super Shark. <laughs> Better than the Jacksonville Sharks. You take yeah. them all out. Oh, dude, we wouldn't have been able to beat the Sharks if Shark was on the field for the Sharks. That's right. That's why he's good. So everybody's coming here today to uh, to get Shark's autograph among others, and uh, and that's my guy. That is my guy. So <laughs> what's that? <laughs> well, you you have fun. This is your day, my friend, and we are here for you. So you Good say what you need. You. Sharks also one of the ones who helped me to Ufaleta once. So I remember that. Yeah, That's yeah. right. That was when he wasn't this felt you know machine. This this seventy seventy. I found it. If you want it back, <laughs> if you want it back, it's all yours. This is this is one of the men of the hour right here. Shark. That's my guy, Mooney, and uh, he'll uh, he'll be here. My man, I'll be here. I'm gonna hang out with you. That's my guy. That's my guy. It was funny. I met Chris Hughes for the first time. Well, I met him before, but how you doing? Hey. What's your name? I'm Rebecca. Rebecca, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, very nice. nice you. Rebecca's here, too. Everybody's here help, hanging out at Mohawk Chevy. We're having a blast. You're a swimmer? You're a swimmer, too. Nice. Oh, you challenge, challenge Shark for the title. That's what it's going to be about. I can feel it. Look <laughs> You're saying, about, you're saying about you're saying Chris Hughes, who you met today. Yeah, well, I, I met him a, a little while ago, but then we got to actually talk. And um, I said, "My guy Shark." He goes, "That's where that nickname came from." He loves that nickname. I'm like, I've got I've found a few, few good nicknames around. <laughs> a few good nicknames have come from me. Uh, but no, the, the Donaldson thing. I, I just hope that I hope that just fizzles out. I really hope it fizzles out. Well, why give some love here to some of the athletes walking around? I want to give love to our guy Jared Lozier. I don't know if you've come up with a nickname that you can say into that microphone around these wonderful athletes. Doesn't Jared Lozier look like if you put Chris Hughes in the microwave and like shrunken? 
Yes. Yeah. 518-956-3753. One more time for that number. 518-956-3753. You're looking to save cash for your things that are important to you in your life, your car, your home, your small business, insurance policies. So many other prices in your life right now might be going up. The grocery bills might be a little higher than you realize. The gas prices. At the end of the year, when you can find a way to save some cash, it is such a huge help. And Jared Lozier wants to help you. Whether it's a free quote via the phone or text or email, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Jared Lozier can help you save cash. There's nothing better to do in 2022 than saving some money. And Jared Lozier is your guy. He could compete. He could be. I think Chris Hughes and him would battle brother on brother right there. Jared Chris Lozier, Northeastern oh, Insurance. Got a, my emphasis are starting to show up. Um, so they're here. A million. If you there's a large bald headed man with a red beard, Chris, he's going to tell you where we need you. If that's right. right. Who's not Jared Lozier? She's here ready to go. Joey Nichols is here. We got all everybody here. We're gonna grab a yeah, picture that large human right there on. is going to tell you where we need you. Yeah, you do whatever you got to do. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there, oh, there he is. Shock. <laughs> For our audio audience, we're taking a picture right now. Yeah. So there you go. Very My good. man, the shark, the shark himself. You. So, yeah, Jared Lazier, he's all right. He's he's a person. He's a thing. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. This is – I guess we'll te- we'll use this to go into the next conversation all since right. it's here. Corey from Greenwich. Please, please, Raiders sign Colin Kaepernick. Oh, no, Corey. But- please. So quick in it, Corey. I don't like Corey. Is, is what it comes down to. Corey is no longer my friend. I was Corey ne- is no longer my friend. 90 seconds before the show went off the air. If you see our order of banners today, I don't even know if it's in the preview. He's sitting over there now. For the Facebook broadcast today. I had said, you know what? Do we really want to do the Kaepernick thing? Do we want to? I didn't really have a, a take on what I wanted to do with it. And I saw your tweet yesterday. And I'm like, all right, well, Levac at least wants to talk about it. I don't know if I want to talk about it. I mean, I just, I feel like I have to at this point because... It's it's pretty much like like proof that there is there is a god and he does not or she does not like me. You know what I mean? Like like if there's <laughs> this was the moment. Right? <laughs> if there's one if there's one athlete in the world that I don't want on my team, it's him. And it's and it's for it's for a few reasons. But the number one reason is not the one you think it is. Yes, I disagree with his stance of not standing i do and that's uh, i'm allowed i'm allowed i know people get all upset and worked up i'm allowed to i'm allowed to not like that the problem is it's it's kind of like two folds but it's the same it's the same tree trunk it's two branches you're inviting the circus to town because people who don't know football are going to lose their ever-loving minds wanting him to start over Derek carr it should he get signed to the team so circus is in town and by bringing the circus to town, it very much feels to me like the powers that be in the Raiders organization don't feel like they're good enough to win it all. Because why would you? Why would you bring the circus to town if you if you think you can win it all? That's the hardest part to figure out right now. Is that okay? The Raider team is better than last year's Raider yeah. team. The Raider team is a legitimate Super Bowl contender, which I know excites you to hear. And I'm not even saying that because you're sitting next to me. You've seen yeah, how this roster has been built. You see how good they are. The Raiders are really good. So what was he going to be or what is he going to be? I guess is a better way to phrase it because the workout could be anything. He could be a backup. 
he could be like a Trey Lance potential situation at how San well, Francisco. The way they used Mariota last year, where he would come in and run the ball go. and stuff. He could be like that. There's a, a there are different ways they could use Colin Kaepernick. And if that's as simple as that, that he's going to be a pistol offense, and they're looking across the AFC West and said, any way in arguably the most competitive division in the NFL, if it gives us an advantage to win a football game, we're going to do it. Okay, all that I guess would be a good enough reason. I just took a step back and thought, all right, why randomly on a May Wednesday is Colin Kaepernick getting a workout for the Raiders? Something wasn't working here in my head of why isn't he working out closer to June or July when camp might open up and he's a quarterback? Why wasn't he brought in two years ago or three years ago? Let me toss a theory at you. And maybe it has no, no connection at all. Yesterday, HBO Real Sports aired a piece on Deshaun Watson yeah. with the accusers, two of the 21 or 22, whatever the number is now at this point. And the NFL knew backlash was going to come from that HBO Real Sports piece. Now, whether it's today, whether it's the next day, maybe it's not as big as I think it's going to be. But all of a sudden, when you have one of your marquee athletes who is facing a potential suspension, or maybe no suspension at all, and then all of a sudden Colin Kaepernick gets a workout, Am I crazy to think somebody said, hey, this Watson thing's going to blow up. you got to get Kaepernick a workout. Is there any correlation between that? Because the timing seems too convenient to me. So here's here's the here <laughs> conspiracy theories, right? So one is the Raiders are doing this for the NFL. You get the, you get the workout for Kaepernick, and that means that the NFL is now clean because you did it. The, the Raiders don't get along with the NFL, so I don't buy that. I don't buy it. unless there's like a unless unless there was some back channel deal that we're never going to hear all the details of. The Raiders don't get along with the, the NFL, so why would they why would they pull their fat out of the fire? So that's one. I don't believe that. A two, it, it, the Raiders have always been the most progressive organization. And you know, it's one of my things. Why do we call it the Rooney Rule when Al Davis was the first guy to hire a, a head coach of Latino descent, a, a black head coach, you know, a, a female executive? Why do we call it the Rooney Rule? It should be the Davis Rule. But the NFL and the Raiders don't get along. Hmm. So the, all those, I, I guess you want to say progressive. Okay, the kid's trying to be as progressive as dad, and this is the most progressive thing you could do. Okay, maybe, maybe. But. How does this make you better? Oh, you have a good backup. Okay. But that good backup is a problem. That good backup is the same, it, for different reasons, is the same problem that Tim Tebow used to be and why teams avoided Tim Tebow like the plague. Tim Tebow, popular enough to get the hearts and minds of the fan base, but not good enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. If Colin Kaepernick was legitimately good enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, he would start. <laughs> like they yes. brought Mike Vick back after committing canine aside. Okay, like, like, like Deshaun Watson. We just Deshaun Watson. A whole year. They're protecting Deshaun Watson's yeah. money to make sure he can play when they don't even know what they what he's done yet. Like if if Cap, like him or not, people would, they would they would they would keep their mouth shut until they collected their ring and then they would walk off the field and be like, "Bleep that guy! Let's go get a ring from somebody else." You are. Do you need attention? You're in Vegas. You're the Raiders. You don't need attention. What are you doing? Six years is a long time. And and everybody everybody talks about these passes. And I and granted, okay. Some of the people breaking down these passes, 
are far more intelligent about football than I am or sports or any of that. However, they're not these like laser beam crystal. Like the guys are stopping and waiting for them and everything else. And I get, it's a workout. It's not really, but it's not like these, like, like you see Aaron Rodgers throw a ball and it's, it, it's where it needs to be. And if the guy's not standing there, it's because he's not where he should have been. The, the Kaepernick posts they're fine. They're okay. They're not like these, every, oh, he hasn't lost a thing. Uh, yeah, he has. By the way, I think he lost probably 20 pounds. He's a vegan. That doesn't translate. Ask Tony Gillis. It doesn't translate to the NFL. Now working in your new role in it as an executive, as a team president. Don't bring the empire into this. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I'm going to sign on tomorrow if it's sold tickets. I, I wonder if you kind of said this. And Sorry, I, Sammy Castronova. <laughs> it's the Kaepernick show. 10,000 seats sold. Let's a, go. A different way to phrase it would be this, right? So let's say he doesn't make the Raiders roster. I'm let's joking, say he Sammy, does. If you're watching. Let's say he does, but he gets cut after the third preseason game. Yeah. It feels like your new view of this and this is from a professional a cool way to view it new perspective is that you feel like the headlines of bringing him in will far outweigh negative than positive because if he gets cut twice or doesn't make the team then the narrative is controlled by kaepernick or kaepernick supporter i don't know if that's an empire president executive role or that's just what anybody could have seen that i don't know i mean it's you think about it it's it's what i said about tebow like you if you're going to bring in the only team that could bring in tebow at one point was New England because they had Tom Brady. Okay, if 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 Green Bay signed Colin Kaepernick, I'd be like, all right, you know what? Nobody's going to think he's better than Aaron Rodgers. Let's go. If, if Tampa did it, okay, you know, it's Tom Brady. Derek Carr has, is, is potentially the most underrated quarterback of the last, like, 10 years. Like, Derek Carr throws a touchdown, and Raider fans go, eh. Should have been eight yards deeper. Like you know, it's like what? Yeah, like he and he has been fragile at times, not physically, mentally. He he told his locker room not to kneel, and there are reports out there, and I believe them. They let him get hit. So you're gonna put him in that? You're gonna put him in that same jackpot again? No, I I just even if nothing comes of it, I can't help but feel like you're doing damage to your locker room. You're doing you're doing damage to your fan base, and if it's just to get attention, just to be progressive, you know what's really progressive? Winning a freaking Super Bowl. I knew you were going to say that. I do. Winning the Super Bowl at the Jeff Levesque, by the way. Yeah, I don't next, get me. I don't next, care. The rest of the summer goes. I'm whether... not on radio anymore. I can say what I want. I just I think he's I, I think the guy is overrated at this point, and I think the guy is, he's more he's more of a circus act than he is a quarterback. And, like, when you hear guys, like, I can't remember who said it this morning. I think it might have been Keyshawn. I think Keyshawn said he's better than 99.9% of the back of quarterbacks. No, he didn't. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. But is that even true? No. Is that true? Because does he know my offense? Because a lot of the back of quarterbacks, I I more need them to know my I need them to be, like, another court, coach in the room than I do a quarterback. But what happens is that, like, people get frozen in time. Remember that scene in Austin Powers or Austin Powers? is frozen and he comes back 20 years later. I think people believe that Kaepernick's the same quarterback in 2022 that he was in 2016. Like, he just didn't age, didn't get smaller weight-wise. You mentioned the vegan diet. Like, things can happen in six years. Six years is beyond the average of an NFL player career. Yeah. So to think the guy hasn't progressed negatively is hard for me to believe, and I think it's just wildly dreaming. Uh, Okay, so let's do this. Yes or no? We'll do an old school one. Real or Mirage? 
uh, training camp, training camp, Colin Kaepernick's on the Raiders roster. Mirage. Okay. I'm with you on that as well. I'd say Mirage. But there's, well. it's, but again, there's a report out there that Mark Davis told Gruden and Mayock if they wanted him, go get him. Like, go, go get him. And I don't know what Josh McDaniels is as a head coach right now. I do know he was the guy who went and got Tebow before anybody else. He traded up to get him in the first round. I don't know. I, I, I would say Mirage, though. What do you think? You think he's going to be Mirage? Yep. Right. Mirage, Mirage, Mirage. Oh, uh, wow. Boston Dan just sent. I knew I upset him last night, but he just sent me that. <laughs> so I'll hold it to the camera and see if you can see. And uh, it's Johnny Depp. And it's like, and that's when I noticed there was a pile of fecal matter on the bed. And it's Yankees bedspread. Did Chris take care of you, Million? Okay. She said there was like a traffic thing. So my empresses are here at uh, Mohawk Chevrolet. So some beautiful, talented women here to cheer on these amazing Special Olympics athletes. I'm excited for it. There's a, chan- there's a chance, Levesque, some of your Albany empresses might be single or dating or maybe want to get married. Hopefully their <laughs> boyfriend. That's a good transition. Come on. Come on. I that actually was met a Millions uh, boyfriend uh, on Saturday last week. At Raiders Fest. Well, guess what? Lily, so, Amelia, come over here so that everybody can yeah. see who I'm talking about. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Yeah. So, so this Rude is we're talking about wedding rings now. Yes. So just tell your boyfriend that we're talking about engagement rings. Route 50 <laughs> Shops of Wilton is a spot for your boyfriend. Diamond. A pink diamond? I want a pink diamond ring. At Lily yeah. and David Fine Jewelers. Proud sponsor of Levant and Goss. <laughs> Stop over Route 50 Shops of Wilton. If the boyfriend doesn't get it for Nick you. Nick Flanagan. Okay, so there Nick. you go. Call him. <laughs> He's probably going to see this later and be like, who set her up for this? Because that's all I talk about. So he's definitely getting sick of me at this point. Lily and David find jewelers, Nick. Nick. Alyssa and Dave will take Clock care of you. Ticking, You're Nick. like, oh, yeah, you know my seriously. girlfriend who was part of the Albany Ampersons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, hello. Ticking. There it is. All right, let me get her out of here, Nick. You're welcome. <laughs> Alyssa, see that face. David, anybody from Lily and David find jewelers, help her. Or I love doing that. That's my favorite thing. Oh, why, why should I summer. be the only one who was married once? It's, I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Got to make sure you're looking good for it. Lily and David Pond Jewelers. I sound yeah. like Nick's dad. Is that, you call me old? Wow. Wow. Engagement rings, wedding bands, wonderful gifts of the wedding season. Nick, on the don't way. do it. She just called me old. Prom, graduation, all that stuff. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, Route 50, Shops of Will. I know from experience. There you go. Wedding band right there. Man, it's coming up on five years when I bought the engagement that, ring. That's the, that's the thing. You know, you, you get the really great ring, you get the great treatment. And Alyssa and Lily and David might be the last woman who listens to you. So um <laughs> there you go, Nick. Come on, Nick. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Go get the ring. Where the Albany Empire She's one in a million. Her name is a million. Oh, like that's that? good. Nobody's Lily ever said David that before. That new? That. That's good. Oh, damn it. Uh, Gianna's right. here too now. So we got we got some talent in the house. We got some some great empresses. Find the large Viking-looking dude. He'll tell you where to go. <laughs> We're going to make sure our girls are here, our ladies, to uh, to make sure these athletes. So Chris is over there. If you guys can, can hook up with him and uh, make sure that we cheer on the athletes. So, oh, and CP's in the house, too. I love it. We got it. We're getting everybody. Everybody's coming through. The Empire is in the house. In the house, so to speak. Good stuff. Uh, so, you will not be, just to remind people, you will not be on the road trip this weekend. No, Next no. I'm, home I, game I, is I the it. first Saturday in June. June I don't my front lawn looks like a wheat field uh, at this point. So I am going to go home and I'm going to mow the lawn and then I'm going to be on calls to make sure everything's taken care of. So this is Andy Gelcher, ladies. Follow him. And then hey, Andy, this is Caroline. She's she's awesome. 
Say hi to her. Go. Yeah. I'm lying. Presidential I'm lying. duties. Are yeah. Yeah. We didn't time this well. I wanted to do the show before the, the, the ceremonies. Yeah. And that was my, I will own that. That's yeah. my fault. Uh, but guys couldn't get here because I have a child. Who I'm responsible for a life. My wife. I can't leave him <sighs> alone because he's two. My wife's going to realize that she made a horrible mistake and leave me. Like, whatever. If I don't he's know. sleeping. What if he wakes up? I don't know. He'll figure it out. <laughs> Everybody else does it. Figure it out. We're live at Mohawk Chevrolet. It's, uh, we're just getting underway. Really amazing, uh, amazing situation going on for us as the uh, Special Olympics athletes are going to get the attention they deserve. Roger Wyland's here. The Empresses are in the house. We're going to have we got more Empresses. I see you Albany in the house. Um, so everybody, everybody here to celebrate these great athletes who are going to represent New York State in the U.S. Games. And uh, so come on by, get autographs, say hello, cheer them on. Because there, there are athletes, there are New Yorkers. So make sure you get in here. Um, while this is going, what, uh, what, do you, what do you want to do next? I don't even. I'm, I'm completely distracted at this <laughs> point. Completely, completely distracted. distracted. There's a I lot just, of cool stuff going I, on. I just hear Albany. I'm just I only took one there. of my Adderalls today. I, this is. I need. I'm like. You're lucky. I'm, I'm hanging on by can a string. We, can we talk about Jimbo Fisher versus Nick Saban? We can 100 talk about that. I love. I, I love this. me some drama. I love me some drama. I, I just mentioned it because I think I saw one of the Albany Great Dane football players here with his uniform on, thinking yeah. about NIL all sitting across my head. So if you missed the story, quick reset. Uh, Nick Saban had done a charity event similar to this. And for whatever reason, on like an eight-minute story, he started ripping apart Texas A&M football and saying <laughs> they bought every player, they paid everybody. And, and that's what we do. And Jimbo Fisher went off, uh, basically referring to him, who does he think he is? He's the czar. Go dig in his closets. He's not God. I'd like to see how clean his stuff is, blah, blah, blah. This is amazing. I guess that report out today is that it's already happening, that it's being flexed. Texas A&M, Alabama, out of the 3.30 window. That's traditionally the best SEC game of the week to 8 o'clock at night. So just book college game day and everybody else there. But two of the biggest names in college football calling each other out over NIL. Uh, are you Team Saban? Are you Team Jimbo Fisher? Or do you not want to be on any team? I'll give it a third one on this. If maybe um, nobody's right in this one. I think I think I'm 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 I lean Jimbo. Uh, you lean, but, and also because Jimbo's a really cool name. Um, <laughs> I think they're all. I think I think they're all full of 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 caca. If we're being real, but I think Saban is the most pompously full of caca in this whole thing. Like I think Jimbo. That's my boy, the shock, Tommy Mooney. Um, I, I think if you if you're being honest, they're introducing the athletes right now. That's why I'm distracted because some of my some of my great friends are out here. Um, like we we all knew you were doing it. We all knew you were paying these guys, and now that there's a, a, a air quote legal way to pay these guys, you're mad because now it's like it's not even like like wait I don't even have to find a way to, to get the duffel bag to the house I just got to be like oh hey look he's he's endorsing my lollipop company oh when did you when did you get a lollipop company when I knew I needed somebody to endorse it and I could pay him to come play here at Texas A&M it, it goes back to the Michael Jordan last dance scene. Where he just starts making stuff up in his head to motivate and I, and himself. I took that personally. Right. Like, everybody sent me that during the Jacksonville game <laughs> because they missed a day. So, like, one by one, people started sending me that, that, that gift, that meme, and I'm, like, dying. It was, and so we took good. that personally. But Nick Saban, for whatever reason, has decided to live that in his life now, maybe because he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, college football coach of all time. And he's in the discussion as one of the greatest coaches in sports in North American history. He's really in that discussion of, 
I've won all these national championships. I've dominated. I've changed Alabama. How about this stat I saw today? 15 of the last 16 national champions have either been Alabama or the team that won had to beat Alabama. Yeah. That is a bragging right enough. But Saban's got to find a way to motivate himself. And Jimbo Fisher is getting a better recruiting class. He beat him last season with Texas A&M. You mentioned this when we were uh, one of our fall shows last year. Texas A&M is eventually going to catch Alabama, and yeah. they did last year. So, yeah, this is great because Saban's pissed off. He never, never wants to stop coaching. Right. And he finally has someone who's like, oh, Oh, yeah. you're calling me out, huh? And Jimbo Fisher is a national champion. And by the way, that's the one 15 of the 16 that didn't either beat Alabama or be Alabama. That was that Florida State team with Jameis Winston. So uh, I'm actually seeing Fisher as well on this because what? guess what? He can do it. But you're not collecting a Texas A&M. If they, that's the new rules. They did it legally. Yeah, correct, break correct, me, rules correct me if I'm wrong. At any point did Jimbo Fisher say that wasn't true? Like, it didn't feel like it. Maybe kind of did, but it was like one of those, like, how dare you? How dare you accuse me of buying these players? <laughs> Wait, you didn't say you didn't. Yeah, but you shouldn't have said it. Right. The way he's phrased it is that we didn't do anything illegal. Right. We're, we're, you know, right. Which is, everything's within the rules we're doing, right. which is absolutely true. I mean, I mean, they're like no-show jobs for the mob. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's good. If they've got an NIL deal, NIL deal, Texas A&M, where a sponsor says we're going to pay you through this company, and so what if it's a collective? We did it right. And you know what? Even with all that happening, with Texas A&M having one of the best recruiting classes, they still got to win. This is arguably yeah. one of the greatest college football recruiting classes ever. According to ESPN, it's got more top 15 players ever in one school. All right, now you got to go beat Alabama. Right. Like you can have all the hype you're on. There's still 18 when they're showing up, and Saban, Saban's going to be pissed. This is great for college football, though. Well, I don't, it, some people are like, oh, NIL's dominating the conversation, not the athlete. No, no, no. This is a storyline that gets people excited more and more well, about SEC football. Well, not to mention, like, NIL is dominating the conversation now. When those when those players are scoring touchdowns and, and intercepting a ball and all this guys like us are going to be jerks about it and make fun of the fact that, oh, it's money well spent. But that's because it's fun. <laughs> but realistically, when we start playing, that's not going to be the conversation. Right now, that's all there is to talk about. Yeah, It's, it's like, like the NFL draft. Like, you know, you talk about the NFL draft. You don't talk about what the player's done because he hasn't done nothing. It goes back. I'm probably going to use this phrase five, six, seven times. I love that they're applauding for us periodically. With, with good takes. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we're assuming yeah, on our audio yeah. side, that's what's happening. <laughs> So, like, Jordan Addison's a player who uh, played at Pittsburgh, transferred, went to USC. And the rumor why he went to USC instead of Texas. Why are you whispering? It's I thought there was a moment of silence there for a second. Uh, I was like, oh, no, a moment of silence. Uh, no, one, of the athlete, one of the athletes <laughs> got here last second. So, uh, okay. so Nate stops to get her name because he only had the names of the people. Oh, Chris did. I'm sorry. Chris is doing the announcement. Felt Chris like used. a foul shot there. Basketball yeah. at a small school. So, he goes to USC for $3 million bucks. There was like, can you believe? If USC paid this kid three million bucks, good for him. Right, he got three million dollars. He wouldn't have got that any other time. He decided to cash out and go get your money. Oh, he's making more than a fourth round pick in the NFL. Okay, they right. paid it. Hey, the line that you always say is, "Is it your money? Then why do you care?" I don't care. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's your money. And, why do you and care? Tell me one of these major universities who doesn't have a piggy bank available to them. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, you're not doing it right. You've you've ticked off your donors. You've ticked off your boosters if you don't have the money, because the money is out there, and people will spend it for you if you asked the right way. So, like like I'm a Michigan fan. You mean to tell me there's nobody, there's no, there's no Michigan alum that's got the money to make sure they get a better recruiting class? No, it's it's out there. Go get it. 
go go get it and it'll, it'll show up for you. It's how you spend your money. If you think that's a good investment, if you think that 18 year old is gonna pay off, there was an eclipse. Bucks, there you go. Uh, our, See, he's here now. You're saying all these nice things about him earlier, talking about the kids. I didn't say anything nice about him. I'll edit I that out of the audio. Nice like, about him. Yeah. My quarter is a horrible. No, um, no, he's 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 the man. That's why we're here. That's why the empire is on site. I. That's how I was able to get out of doing things that he needed done today because I went. Or I could go hang out at Mohawk Chevy and support Special Olympics. He's like, all right, you trumped me. Go ahead. That's good for the community. I'll let it happen. You stop washing my truck. Um, let me add other things to this, too, about college and IL. I love the fact that zero can be worn now in college football. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the first kid who gets to wear zero for you, Albany. And, of course, they say that out loud. I have no idea who he is. <laughs> Especially, like, spring right now. You can change your number. There's a yeah. chance it might be a new player. So what's zero. going on right now here at uh, Mohawk Chevrolet is our, our New York State athletes have been announced. And now they're doing autographs. So um, we, our empresses are here to support uh, Caroline, the director of game day ops for us. She's brought a jersey and a ball. We're going to get autographed by the athletes. We're going to autographed by our guys. We're going to we're going to auction that off, and uh, we're going to put the money in Special Olympics. Hey, great yeah. job! Man. I hope that's, that's the plan because awesome. that's what I decided it was right now. So there it is. No, <laughs> um, no, the people far smarter than me came up with that plan. So uh, <laughs> uh, with everything going on with you involving uh, the Empire, with events going on, with travel. Have you had any chances to watch or consume or have a big headline out of the uh, either one I can do the NBA or NHL playoffs? Either one has something caught your eye, whether it be a player's performance, a storyline you didn't like. Has anything caught your eye involving the playoff stretch for either league so far this week? I'm, I mean, the NBA, I always, I always keep an eye on the NBA playoffs because they're they're they are exciting. It is it is really weird to watch the eastern conference finals because i've always i've always hated boston and i've always really really disliked miami even though pat riley was there which made me kind of accept him for a little while to watch them both and actually have a rooting interest on one of them is driving me insane but it's such a different brand of basketball than what we've watched all year like don't bet the over just don't bet the like i don't care if they set it at 125 bet the under because these two are trying to punch each other in the mouth i'm glad you brought up pat riley because for whatever reason after last night's performance where the celtics and the heat keep blowing each other out which is bizarre like you said someone gets punched in the mouth in this series they're like we're going back to our corner you guys could win that round you won by 10 you won by 15 for whatever reason dan levitard got something in his system to come out of retirement for the miami herald and to write a special piece today about pat riley and Schenectady gets a shout-out in the piece from Dan Levitard, basically saying what the biggest secret for Pat Riley that nobody knows is that he's not Hollywood, he's not Miami, he's Schenectady through and through. And I'm like, oh, that's an awesome quote. So, yeah, so, which, like... Which, depending upon how you know Schenectady, means different things to different people. <laughs> like, there's parts of Schenectady, like, oh, that's very nice. And there's parts of Schenectady, like, damn, why he say that about that man? Right. That is not uh, right. The janitor's son, I believe, was the phrase he uses in the article today. So, yeah, Levitard sees something with Riley in the heat and sense. I got to go out and defend... That even though the well, Miami is Miami, there you go. Levitard right. is Levitard is completely Miami. Yes. Like I've been accused of being a homer in my life, which I'm not going to say it's wrong. Levitard takes homerism to another level. Let, let's add to that Levitard story. Cause I don't know if we've ever shared this one before. We had somebody at ESPN tell us one time that what Levitard was making to host in Miami, not <laughs> ESPN, Miami was like pennies, like nothing. He's like, as long as the show's in Miami, remember Back when it was John Skipper running ESPN, he basically said, I'm never leaving Miami. If you think I'm going to do a national radio show, you have to come and make me a studio. And they said, all right, 
We'll build one for you in the Clevelander. That's what we're going to do. So, yeah, the Heat and Celtics have gone back and forth. It's been an aggressive series for sure. Boston's a better team. That's the thing with that series now. For the Celtics, who we've given a lot of credit to over this NBA playoffs, they are just flat out better from yeah. the depth on the bench to the veteran leadership to Jason Tatum, even though he got hurt, uh, Jalen Brown. Even though there's not – I want to do – like, there's a classic LeBron James quote. Well, not everybody's 100%. Nobody's 100% in the playoffs. Nobody. <laughs> like, we can't even do that anymore when it comes to those guys. Uh, as for the Warriors and Mavericks on the other side, I was convinced that series was going to be over and done, that we were going to get a sweep because Golden State was just smashing Dallas. Dallas picked up a win. They were minus one in that game four, and I'm like, oh, DraftKings, look at you. <laughs> They're trying to get me to bite I on got this. smoked on DraftKings. Oh, they tried to get series. me to vote. I tried to, I tried to do a lot on DraftKings, and it didn't work out very well for me. Uh, with the, with the the only thing I've got going for me right now again is I have Boston win it all. But like you said, you you start looking at these two different sides. I oh I'll go I'll go over here under here, and I always pick the wrong way. I always pick the wrong. Way. I, I I I hate basketball right now. Even though Dallas is down three games to one now, they did pick up that game four victory, and they played a night audio audience. Maybe the series will continue. They're down three zero. This Dallas Maverick team is not the Cleveland Cavalier team that was down three games to one in the finals. That's going to come back. Maybe the Mavericks are a year or two away. And I play that game where it's like, oh, that team's going to come back. They'll make it. Yeah, but Phoenix is still going to be there. Golden State is still going to be there. Denver still. There's other teams that are going to get better as the Dallas Mavericks get better as well. So who knows if this will be as far as Luka ever gets. You'd think just because he's such a good player, he'll eventually get them to an NBA Finals. That series is more about this now. Luka needs a number two. Yeah, Luca needs yeah. somebody. The rumor floating around is that DeAndre Aiden from Phoenix is going to jump ship and join Luca in Dallas. I like how Phoenix leaked the article that. But is, Aiden, is Aiden the guy? Ah, there you go. So Phoenix leaked the article that the reason they lost is because of him because he plays video games too much. You know what? You know what? Uh, DeAndre Aiden starting to like remind me of Roy Hibbert. Ooh, yeah, seven like, foot three from Georgetown. Yeah, didn't show up in the playoffs. Different Super player. sensitive. He turns out ends up on a milk carton when it matters. Yeah, like he's got that vibe to me. Like he really, really does. Maybe one of his co co stars is 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 got a reason to distract him. Chris Hughes is a huge human being. He's a huge. <laughs> what? What? Oh, oh, Mike. Yeah, Mike Cordes. Oh, yeah. yeah, like Mike Cordes' ring size is larger than any player on my team. <laughs> That's a true story. When we 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 had to we had to we had to go to different jewelry stores to get it sized. <laughs> it's not, like we ended up just cutting a garden hose and be like, "Hey, it's this there big." We go. sent it, like you know, whatever. Um, Golden State, Boston, a wrap. Then I think so. Yeah. I think so. But again, it's it, the the fact Miami's here, and it and I know with one seed and all that great stuff. Whatever. I'm not trying to diminish what they've done this year. Who really thought they were gonna, even going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals? I didn't. I didn't. I mean, obviously, I thought Boston would because I, I bet them. I think I did bet Miami too one night. Like, that's the problem. And <sighs> bourbon in the backyard and the others and, and mobile wagering. It's frightening. Maybe sight. they were right. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we're not mature enough to have it. You're making so much money off my Orioles for a while. You're like, this oh, is going to keep rolling. That piggy banked a lot of things. Money line and judge. Money line and judge. Yeah, money line. <laughs> I was doing the same game parlay with a booster usually, and I would do um, I would do money line win judge either a hit or a home run depending upon how froggy i was feeling and usually over strikeouts for whoever the starting pitcher was and i was i was cleaning up i was i won like four straight games 
And then, like, finally, you guys realize that you do know kind of how to play baseball, but not really. Uh, for the hockey side of it, we'll just focus on the Rangers in New York. Yes. Does it feel like, I know, like, Max Domi had a cheap shot. Panarin, a.k.a. Panera Bread, as we like to call him. Like, he's a bigger name. But this is kind of in comparison to the NBA series we're talking about. We know the names. Luka, yes. Steph Curry, yes. Tatum, Jimmy Butler, even Pat Riley. Yes. Right? Like, there are marquee names that we know that can pitch that series. And even, like, a casual fan can be like, okay, I can't miss this guy. Again, no disrespect to Panera, but like it would have been more fun if Lundquist was out there. It feels like that Carolina New York series needs something else. If you're making a cheap shot in hockey, is the playoffs is the lead story of the series, and I'm like, okay, like this is what it's supposed to be. Like it's supposed to be rough. I, I need something more out of this series. And I know the games can be competitive. I know some have been blowouts. I guess I'm not getting into that New York series as much as I thought I would with the yeah, New York team involved. That's fair. I mean, I I know like obviously I can play the well, I'm a little busy card right now, but when the Rangers are are in the in the playoffs and actually have a legit chance of advancing and advancing and advancing, I'm usually dialed in. Like I'm I'm a total fair weather fan. I'll admit it. I dial right in, and I have not. Like I have not dialed. In. <laughs> I full disclosure, you and I were talking one day, and I'm sitting there like, holy crap, they won, they advanced. Like it was. It, I didn't yeah. even. Know. I thought they lost the game. The biggest story that's come from this series that's gotten the most digital uh, engagement, we'll say, we'll use that non traditional word. Is involving two people who've been on our show before, Kenny Albert and yeah. Dave Rothenberg. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this beef involving <laughs> Kenny Albert and Dave Rothenberg. Dave but... Rothenberg could argue with a Teletubby. Like he's just <laughs> he's he's so cantankerous. I love it. What a weird beef he has about this. So for those, it's actually probably hard to believe that Dave Rothenberg at one point in his career did not work in New York because he just bleeds New York sports. Right. He used to work in. I want to make sure I get it right before he yells at me. Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah. Now, for whatever Rally. reason, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Kenny Albert's been saying Raleigh, R-A-W-L-E-E, -E, and it's Raleigh. And for whatever reason, it is set Dave Rothenberg off <laughs> that he was screaming about. He needs. He was saying that Kenny Albert needs to be taken off the games. Oh my! And God. I'm like, Rothenberg, you got to. And it's going everywhere. And Kenny Albert's like not a guy who's really very crazy active on social media. He does like the classic play-by-play, -play, like, "Hey, I'm at the arena, listen to the game." But these two are beefing. One of the best hockey broadcasters there is, of course, the son of Marv Albert, but he's been standing on his own as his career. And now Dave Rothenberg, who's morning tribe host in New York. There's got to be more than those two arguing about the pronunciation of Raleigh versus Raleigh. But, no, but that is that's the one that's bringing people in. It's like us. We, you hear Albany instead of Albany or anytime poor Susan Wallman tries to say any any New York uh, city. Uh, it, it's that's what's dragging people in. It, it, it kind of goes to show what you were saying before. Like, even though the stars are there, there isn't enough star power to drag in the average fan. So it's like, all right, well, let's just let's have a fight. Let's let's fight about names and how to say Raleigh or whatever. It just seems silly. But then again, you think about Coach Manas and I, we get into it over Albany and Albany all the time. And it's 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 just weird. It's Rothenberg because you, your your very first point, I think, is a good one. He's not. He's not. Was New York the entire time? Why does he care? Right. Like, why is that his thing? You know why, though, right? He got there. He probably said it wrong. They destroyed oh, him. Yeah. He took huge, you know, just pride in getting it right finally. So now he's gonna he's gonna pay it forward in, a, in an evil way and torch anyone who says it wrong. There's a few cities that are like that, right? Like one of them is Norfolk, Norfolk, not Norfolk, yeah. Norfolk. Yeah. Norfolk. Uh, 
That sounds Paw- like you're swearing. Right? It does. Stop swearing. Pawtucket. It's not Pawtucket. It's Pawtucket. Worcester. Worcester, right? The other one is Louisville, not Louisville. Lou. Yeah, I just called the Lou. Right. Lou. Louisville. It's Louisville. Just like yeah. the British. It's a toilet. So no, I get, you're totally right. You know, like, the, and that's definitely a radio thing, by the way, too. Like, you know, yeah. like when you say that name on radio, that's the well, first. you put the work into saying it right. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you're like, oh, pardon me. <laughs> you didn't say that correct. It's 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 Raleigh. <laughs> like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. But you know, he's going to if the, if the hurt. No, you know, what I was going to say if the hurricanes won, he'd go crazy and rub it into Kenny Albert's face. No, it's not. He's a fan of the New York team. He's got TPH with him, too. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just watching the efforts to talk to the UAlbany football players. I'm like, well, it's not fraternizing. It's not my players. So, <laughs> right, it's, it's just something you can do. I mean, they're beautiful women. There's down guys running around. What are you going to do? I don't mean me nothing. Me, I'm going to talk about the amazing Special Olympics event here going on at Mohawk Chevrolet. Who's got better game? Do you think the college athlete or the professional athlete? At, at in the local setting, I'm not talking like you're saying, millions you're saying, of dollars here. Not not on the field. You're talking about they they. Who's got the better game is in, in the ability to hit on women? I was going to say across the street pub, let's say if a UAlbany Great Dane player and Albany Empire player showed right. up. I think that's a little too home field advantage, though, for the Great Danes. I feel like um, another spot, potentially, there would be two of them out. Oh, we'll say the Orange Roof. I see, I would say, honestly, the Empresses have the best game of the group. Because <laughs> they're going to – they're gonna you do not sleep on how, how strong-willed my, my ladies are. My ladies will go and do what they want to do. Like – like you, both, like a guy from each team could hit them, and they'd be like, "Yeah, good, sorry." I'm gonna, I, just, I just found the owner of this establishment, and I'm now gonna go with them because I can. <laughs> well, speaking about football, I thought of you when I heard this story this week because you extremely had, talented, good-looking people. Something, something to do with that? Is that? I assume that's what it is. I felt like you've got to be fatigued by this because you've been yelling this from the rooftops from anybody who will uh, listen about the Pro Bowl. It you've sucks. been saying this forever to just do a skills competition and yes. just get rid of the game. Yes. And all of a sudden, this week, people are like. Roger Dell's thinking about getting rid of the Pro Bowl and finding a ways to market the athletes better. And you must be like, okay. I mean, I've been <laughs> you've been saying it for five years, and this week they're like, hmm. Okay. After, I wish that the, like I wish that headline was after getting advice from president of a professional football team, Roger Goodell has finally pulled head from <laughs> rectum and is gonna do the right thing. Nobody watches the Pro Bowl. Like there was a point where the Pro Bowl let's be real, it was it was a an award it was a reward like we're going to take you to hawaii right that's what it was don't go to hawaii anymore so why are we why are we doing it this way just have fun with it get as many guys make and and you want to always have every team represented well let's be honest just like in baseball not every team has the talent to be represented there shouldn't be an oriole in the major league baseball all-star game there just shouldn't be if they're not if they're not good enough exactly we just said the same thing um but in football, thank you, thank you. Be here all week. Try the veil, uh, Kenny Veal now playing for the Hold Empire. Empire. Yeah, right. um, no, it's this, but in a skills competition, there's always someone who could who could participate, right? So do away with the do away with the thing that nobody wants. Push the vegetables off the plate. Let's double up on the steak. Let's see the big fellas bench press. Let's see the fast guys run. Let's see, like, and not just this this like Nickelodeon romper room version they're doing now. Do that too, but give me the bench press. Give me the just the straight up. And you know, my latest love is the idea of redoing the combine. Now, now that these guys don't give an f about their forty time anymore because they're already in. See how fast they really run it. Now that they're not training for it. See what a football, an actual football player, does. That. Like Max Crosby. Like he doesn't care anymore. Watch how watch how different it is. 
put some money on the line, maybe do something really cool. Or uh, let's say you like pick a fan base. Hey, the NFL is going to give out not a million dollars to a charity, but half a million dollars to a charity and half a million dollars to a select group of fans. So now it's like, oh, I can enter and engage in the show. You know, something that no one's ever done before. I just tossed that idea out there because right. they got to do right. something that, although you're right, nobody watches the Pro Bowl. According to Fox, who's aired it most recently, they're claiming they got 7 million people to watch it. Now, whether that's because it's uh, network right. television, right. maybe it's because it's people see, ooh, football, $7 million, or $7 million, seven, that's also a big number, but 7 that's million people is also a big number. But in comparison to NFL games, it's very small. If you can get something to still put up that seven million number, Fox is like, all right, cool. I mean, I'm not losing money for my advertisers. I'll put whatever you guys want on. I hope the athletes will be willing to do it because for some of these exhibition events, whether it be the home run derby in baseball, whether it be the dunk contest in the NBA, some of the marquee athletes that are in a position to compete in some of these fun exhibition contests decide not to do it. Right. I hope the NFL guys would take pride in and be like, no, I want to be the fastest. I want to be the strongest. Yeah, the game stinks. Let me toss this theory at you. I like the second theory I've been able to toss you today. Okay, the NFL does a ton of stuff great. Right. Schedule release, promoting the playoffs, extending the regular season, making it a 24-7. Like, you could go through the list. Chartering planes so everybody's on time. Right. Right. Thank you. Uh, You could do a lot of things that the NFL does better than a lot of professional sports. They're not going to bet 100 Right. Maybe something's just not going to be the best. Like maybe they're maybe they have to concede. Is that a bad attitude? Like the NFL seems like their expectations are we're either the best at everything. It's very Ricky Bobby. You're either first or you're last. Maybe the NFL just to concede they're not going to win this. No, 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 no. Just do it right. Get rid of the part that doesn't work. Like you said, it, you can't tell me you wouldn't have a blast watching the big fellas bench press. I, I don't know what it is about it. Do a world's strongest man competition with the players. I don't care what it is. Just do something more fun than what you're doing. And and those individual. I can't talk. Sorry. I'm better now. (laughs) You're back. Those feats of strength and speed and everything else. Those are fun. Those are fun. Like, you know, and you see them enjoy it going against each other. Like, guys. And I always love that. Like when you get the one, like the one offensive lineman who comes out and his arms are only like this long, but he's still like, yeah, he bench presses right. like, like he, uh, 75 times. It's like, but he only moved the bar like an inch, but it, it's a bench press because his arms are only an inch long. Like do a hand competition. Who has smaller hands? Kenny Pickett or, 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 or Jared Goff? Like I, I want fun, good competitions and I want to see them do things normal humans can't do. That's what I want. I like it, man. Uh, I don't know. If, I feel like we've hit everything today. Is there one story we all I was going to say is Max Scherzer injured for the Mets. Mets are playing, yeah. but the crowd might be coming back soon. So as bad as that injury is for Scherzer. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that what this two eye colors, one injury, <laughs> Max? Um, I, the whole thing, like he immediately signals to the dugout, I'm out. And yeah. I'm also upset because I have him on my fantasy team. But he'll be back. I mean, and you almost want him, if it's not going to be season ending, you almost want him to get rest now. You know, and then come back in the stretch. The Mets are gonna. The Mets are nasty. They, if anything, I'm more worried about their ability to score a bunch of runs than I am their pitching. It's just they can. Guys keep stepping up for them with the pitching part of it. So, what? Let it. Let it roll. They'll for, be all right. For, Mets are fine. Yeah. For years, we kept saying if you can get that rotation into the playoffs for the Mets, they can win. Now, that rotation we were talking about years ago was Syndergaard, Harvey, Degrom. 
the pitchers have changed, but I think the attitude still remains the same. And by the way, Noah Syndergaard's doing really well for the Angels. So imagine if they yeah. still had him somehow. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right. So real quick, I want to do this. So we're live at Mohawk Chevrolet right now, and um, it's the Special Olympics uh, autograph signing, in which the guys and the and the ladies are going to be heading down to Disney to represent New York in the U.S. game. So here's here's the athletes that are, are in attendance now. And if you get here before 7, you can say hello and cheer them on. Ben Purick is going to play golf for us. Stephanie Hamlink is going to be in gymnastics. Tom the Shark Mooney uh, leaving his original sport of swimming. He's now a power lifter. Dude looks great. Uh, Matt Graham, that's another one of my guys who helped me eat the Mufaleta. Who looks great as well. He's nice. a power lifter. It's interesting. Chris Hughes takes over, and we got great power lifters. I'm just putting it out there. Uh, the guy who's exploded his own tricep three times lifting. He's like, I was only benching five something. He was benching like five thirty seven, and his tricep exploded. Um, Isabella uh, Brink Brinkerhoff. Isabella Brinkerhoff. She's in gymnastics. Alexi Stodinka is uh, is doing uh, athletics, uh, so competing for over seven years. Uh, Kaylee Moorhead, gymnastics. Lisa Ambrosina, uh, Ambrosini is doing tennis. And I just dropped the paper. Jeffrey Walsh is swimming. And then Rebecca Shook is swimming, too. Rebecca is the one who came over and said hi to us earlier. So those are the athletes that are in attendance today. Those are the athletes who are going to represent New York down in, uh, down in Florida for the U.S. Games, uh, Special Olympics. There isn't, a, there isn't a better competition out there than the Special Olympics. So, um, you know, please root, cheer, these, cheer these guys and ladies on. They deserve it. They, they do it for the love of the sport. And, again, just if you – so, guys, you, I don't know if you remember this or not. Once a year, I will go and when invited, and I will try to I'll teach like some media, some interviewing skills to the athletes. Yes. When I first met Tom Mooney, Tom did not, he, he didn't want anything to do it. He was shy. He was like, I, whatever, leave me alone, funny fat man. I don't care, whatever. <laughs> and I started calling him Shark, and we started talking more and more. And now my guy is like, he is, and it's not because of me, it's because of the Special Olympics. My guy is like, he's, he's charismatic. Matt Graham was similar. He's talking more. You know, I got my my guys, the the Lawless brothers, Anthony and Eddie. They're not here today, but those are my friends as well. And like you just see, you see what the Special Olympics does for these athletes. It gives them the chance to compete. It gives them a chance to make new friends, to to see how great they really are. And I love it. So I'm I'm glad they invited us. And um, their send off event is June third, over at the Holiday Inn in Latham. And I am going to be emceeing trivia for them. Hey, as part of that. very yeah. cool, man. So they reached out. They said, hey, will you come do this? And I said, you guys know I'm not on the radio anymore. Uh, and they said, no, but damn it, we already asked you. So come on over. Uh, <laughs> we checked all the days. Guys yeah. does trivia. Right. Friday seemed open. <laughs> right. We want to have a trivia <laughs> battle out there. Right. Turf we, war. We, uh, we asked everyone else, and, and uh, they were out of town. So you're in. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm honored. So uh, very excited about that. Live very cool, man. Show. A lot of cool stuff coming up. Friday, the one more time on that location on Friday. Holiday Inn, you said? Yep, June 3rd over the Holiday Inn in Latham. Um, I'll post that on my my social, and uh, we'll do it on the Empire social as well. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more. When are, when are we doing a show again? We are doing a show again Saturday, 1030 to noon. Are Might be sure? a little abbreviated show. I, I have again. a wedding that day, so we're going to yeah. make it happen. Though. We'll probably talk a lot of Empire stuff, a lot of preview for the game that day. Okay. Some action that day in the playoffs. A lot of probably preview <laughs> talk we'll be doing on that Saturday. And there's a lot of weather between here and uh, there, so let's hope that the guys get there on time. <laughs> oh. See, I think it's better to laugh than be oh. concerned. I got, some, I got some questions here for a Q&A. Q&A in the, day. In the yeah. day? All right, uh, let's do that. I, again, I got to show Levesque. People just like leaving direct messages during the show rather than oh, I like it. All right. rather than public messages. Uh, Jack Jack Morgan at Mr. Bearcat 12. Mihoff? 
Did you, Mr. Mihoff? Did you see this? Uh, I don't know if you saw this fight involving the San Francisco 49er player and reporter. Just basically to recap it, he was the reporter live tweeting during OTAs. And you and I know the rule about right. this. For those who don't know, you're usually not allowed to do that. Right. Like you're not allowed to say what's going on in practice. It's, it, it's a fine policy. You, you don't need like. You can't report on personnel or plays of any variety. So like if you want to say, uh, it's, you know, oh, they're doing, they're, you know, they're doing 11 on 11. Okay. All right. You know, it's left. Yeah, right. Pistol. He's right, looking right. right. No, you can't do that. And even right. look, I get some guys. Doesn't hit. that guy look like the guy who couldn't kick at halftime of the Empire game? <laughs> Whoa. He looks similar. He, he looks, looks, a, lot so like oh, looks yeah, a lot like him. He looks a lot like him. He does. Uh, so, that guy looks like he kicked though. He could do it yeah. if he needed to. So I, I believe. It. Uh, so basically, this reporter was doing that. Like, <laughs> hey, this player stinks right now at OTAs. He's getting beaten. You and I have gone to training camp. Yes. You can't really tell from where right. you're. St- right. So the player got pissed. Yep. And he basically went at the reporter after nice. practice. Now, it went further. They had a media scrum after virtual. Ooh. And about a three-minute back and forth between the player and the media member happened after that. Pat McAfee's talking about the relationship between media and players and what should happen and how it should be handled and everything else. Uh, I guess just don't be a jerk is my response yeah. to Jack. Like, this is very rare. And ESPN and most outlets aren't reporting on it because they don't want the other media outlet to get a click on it. Well, it also is just... I, I was, you said something that has always stuck with me and I liked it a lot because we, it was, it, it summed up the way I always treat people. When someone's on the show, they're a guest and you treat a guest with respect until that guest puts you in a position where you can no longer do that. When you are at at practice, you're a guest. So they're going to treat you with respect. You should treat them with the same respect you would treat somebody if you were in their house. So like I, I, I've always I've always that's always stuck with me. It was one of the only smart things you've ever said. That All right, and, yeah. That and like asking Jordan <laughs> to marry you. But nice, but like yeah. But like when you said that, that that's that stood out to me. I'm like, okay, you've summed up what I've been what I've been trying to say very well. But uh, like again, now let's look at the other side. You're a guest. Don't be a dick. <laughs> like that's, that's all there is to it. Like if you want to be a lot of people really crapped on Schefter about when he oh, got, like the emails, <laughs> but like those emails, remember they came out where it's like, Hey, Mr. Editor, thanks for your help. I get yeah. you should not let somebody write your piece for you. But the point was that a lot of these people, Schefter, even though he's sort of like a robot, Ramona Shelburne, I always bring up like there are yeah. people who are just nice to people and that's why they open up to him. This, and I'll give the player name, uh, Javon Kinlaw and Grant Cohn are the people who were involved in this. Cohn is the writer. Right. Yeah. They said so they squashed the beat later and everything on. Right. That's it. Like, there's got to be a line of, hey, I know what I'm doing is a job. Some people will actually say, I'm sure you and I have actually done this question. Hey, we got to do our job and ask right. this question. Okay. I like telling athletes and coaches after an interview and sometimes, especially if they're a person like, hey, thanks for helping yeah. me. Thanks for yeah. helping me out because they're like, oh, he has a job to do. I get it. Right. I'm helping him do his job. When Cone goes in there, there are a percentage, and I don't know this guy, that they think it's their right. Like, right. oh, right. my paper told me I have to be here. So it's right. my right that I ask these Right. Some people just lose perspective on that stuff, and it blows my mind. Well, you, I mean, you know this, and, and I've never hidden this. I'm very good friends with Greg Gattuso, the head football coach for, for you, Albany. So when Gattuso would come on the show, if something was bad, like, like if they were having a bad season, I would tell him before we went on. Obviously, I got to ask. And he'd be like, yeah, no, you're doing your job. And because I showed him that respect, we got information other people didn't get. Yes. So, it, yeah, on one token, it's like, oh, you're, you're – you're, but I would do that for everybody. I did that with the with the former coach of, of the Albany Empire. And he let into me. Oh, no, I understand, I understand. We go on the show, and he's like, rah, rah. like it's like, dude, 
get a get a grip, you angry prick. Um, sorry, uh, was that, that was that. I don't feel that way now. It, it, it feels of, twice as worse. Bad. Speaking about uh, the Albany Empire, we got one that we didn't get a chance to acknowledge during the show yet. Our guy Ryan on Twitter yeah. wrote he wants a new hashtag for Saint Casternova. In Castronova, we trust. I, like I believe that. that's a reference like that. to the old "In Castro right, we trust." Right, but shout right. out to Ryan using that connection. Well, I like I like Sammy Supernova because Sam doesn't like it. So that's it. Um, let's do this. Uh, Tommy Gross, uh, great new show with the coaches and great trade for Kenny Veal, another great player to an already great team. Not really a question, but I just like making sure that Tommy Gross knows I acknowledge him. Um, what did you think of the coaches' show? Seeing as how uh, they took your spot for that day, <laughs> what did you think? Did uh, you like it? Or? I, caught, I caught the first half hour. I think what mm-hmm. you found out about a coaches' show is that it can go all over the place. Yeah, like it can go. Well, anything from... I do goes all over the place. <laughs> but, but like, I'm medicated for that reason. But a coaches' show in particular, it's a whole different animal because you can talk football, you can talk life, you can talk stories. It's not like a travel. Pro- yeah, it's not like a pregame show or a postgame show where you might be having a lot of postgame shows different because people just want to scream about everything that happened. Like I just had a tweet here. I want to make sure I get it right. Like a crispy oh. ref suck Buzz Killington in the offensive series for the Warriors. Yeah. Okay, like I don't. So you can have people complain like that yeah. on Twitter to us to get on the show. I would say this. I think you did a pretty good job. I feel like the first time doing a coach's show in that format, you probably have things you want to do differently or the same or. I, I don't know. I only my got the first 20 fear, minutes. You know my biggest fear of any of those things. On the air, on the air, on the air. Right? So if you were a guest and you were in the studio early, I try not to talk to you. Because if I talk to you, I'm not going to have the same delivery when I hear it again. Or maybe I think we already did. I, like, I talk to Coach Manasseh and Coach Ware all the time. So, like, my fear was I was going to walk in there and be like, hey, remember when we were earlier when we were talking about wide receivers? Yeah, that was cool. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so no, I thought it was a good time. I yeah, enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed Great it. Great response from everybody. That and there are more you, people watching that show than watching this show. You beat me to it. I was yeah. going to say the coolest part, the biggest success you can say for a coaches show is that if the fans liked it and they engaged in it and enjoyed the show, that's the win. And that's what happened. Yeah. Empire fans yeah. were super into it. I saw some compliments coming in that like nobody else does this. And yeah. that was my biggest advice that I was going to say to you guys as you continue to go forward. Like you said about, hey, I've talked to coach all the time. What the hell am I going to talk about in two yeah. weeks? As long as it's something no one's ever heard of before, that's great content. That's my excuse to not talk to him now. Save it for the show. <laughs> Just save it for the show. Last one I have here. I got to be careful because there's a lot of other football teams around, but I want to okay. give DRB some credit. Some marathon tailgates, boys. Syracuse's football schedule is announced with three 730 or later Ooh. kickoffs. For a team that's only had a winning record six of the last seven years, do they deserve that many prime time games? Fan base. Okay. Fan base, man. All right. Rabid fan base. I'll take it. You know, and maybe that means they think they're going to be better this year. Yeah, they're wrong, but um, no. Four and a half. Four and a half the line's at. Oh, Wins. It is. Oh, hopefully it's those night games, buddy. Uh, all right. You want to you go hang out with the Ooh, athletes and uh, say hi to everybody? I got to. Yes. Oh, that's Gaza's way of saying he's about to leave. I told you I have yeah. to go. Yeah, whatever. No, I, I mean, more important things than great athletes are going to represent our state. I will be here. That's fine. That's fine. No, no, you go. You go. You go do something more important. <laughs> supporting athletes. That's supporting our good athletes. friends at Mohawk Chevrolet and the Special Olympics. Can't wait athletes. to get tweets on that. Um, <laughs> Gaz hates old people and Special Olympics athletes. Um, it's not true. He just hates old people. So, all right, uh, everybody, have a, have a great one. We'll be back Saturday morning. We'll break down the uh, Lions versus Empire matchup. Uh, please come to a Mohawk Chevy. See the beautiful, beautiful Roger Wyland in his natural habitat in front of a camera with a microphone. If Don't spook him. Don't walk up too fast. You could spook him. And then, Oh, what do we got oh, here? Thank we you. got baked goods Very we're nice doing, too. Oh, thank look at this. You. Look at this. Come here. and uh, Well, you got to tell me how much, though, because we did, 
We mama don't take no freebies over here. You know what I'm saying? So ten dollar donation, everything goes towards the athletes. Guys, I know you're broke. I know. Thank I'll you. Take I'll, I'll, you, uh, I'll take care of it. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. Guys, this is called a hundred dollar bill. Whoa. Um, I mean, I'm going to come over you. in a second. I'm going to buy a bunch of those right. things. I'll be right over. Uh, so let's do this. We're going to sign off so I can go do that. Make sure you get your tickets for June 4th when we host the Carolina Cobras. Uh, they're they're terrible people, um, and they, um, they they hate babies and puppies. That's the thing. I've heard that about That's them. That's your advice. Yeah, so five one eight seven one four twenty two hundred. Make sure you call us. Get your tickets. Go to AlbanyEmpireNAL.com. Get your tickets. Come to Mohawk Chevy. Uh, because, of course, it's Mohawk family, great vehicles, great people, and right now your chance to root on these amazing athletes. Uh, LeVac, guys, talk to you Saturday. Saturday, 10 Safe travels out there Thank in your you, Mohawk friend. Honda, and uh, we will uh, we will do this all over again at some point. Uh, here's here's my real advice for you. Oh my God. Get some money and buy a cookie, you cheap son of a – that's so cool. <laughs>